0: Hare Krishna devotees, dandwat pranam, all glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Today we are so fortunate to have His Grace, Prem Rupa Chaitanya Prabhuji from Delhi. And today Prabhuji will enlighten us on Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 5, Verse 14. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, Dandavat pranam, please take over the call. Hare Krishna, all glories to Srila Prabhupada and all glories to
1: Srila
2: very far. This is very low, uh, Haribo. Very far, the voice
1: is
0: coming from
1: I am You. Uh, today's mm-hmm. So uh, today's topic uh, is a six point, five point fourteen, is sixth canto fifth chapter. 14 words. First, I would like to read this shoka and Then, we will get into the uh, class.
0: 14. Okay. 14. I'm interested to quickly show Hare Krishna Mataji
2: yeah, Prabhu ji uh, uh, sometimes the voice is coming close and far
0: Achha, is it?
2: nah, now it's better now is it okay, is it okay? we want to hear you nicely Hare Krishna
0: yeah, is it still uh, less?
2: No, now it is okay. At least for me it's okay. Now it's
0: okay. Yeah, yeah, one second. So, uh, is anyone interested to uh, read this shloka or uh, you want me to continue?
2: Prabhuji, you continue?
0: Okay. So, I yeah. will re- read it again. Nana Rupatmano Buddhihi Swarair Viva so here uh, one second point okay so the translation goes like this Narada Muni described, Narada Muni had described a woman who is professional prostitute the was understood the identity of this woman Mixed with mode of passion, the unsteady intelligence of every living entity is like a prostitute who changes dresses just to attract one's attention. One fully engages in temporary fruitive activities not understanding how this is taking place, what does he actually gain? A woman who has no husband declares herself independent which means that she becomes prostitute. A prostitute generally dresses herself in various fashions intended to attract a man's attention, man's attention to the lower part of her body. Today, it has become much advertised fashion for a woman to go almost naked, covering the lower part of her body only slightly in order to draw the attention of a man to her private parts of sexual enjoyment. The intelligence engaged to attract a man to the lower part of the body is the intelligence of a professional prostitute. Similarly, the intelligence of a living entity who does not turn his attention toward Krishna or the Krishna consciousness movement simply changes, dresses like a prostitute. What is the benefit of such foolish intelligence? One should be intelligently conscious in such a way that he need no longer change from one body to another. Karmis change their professions at any moment. But a Krishna conscious person does not change his profession. For his only profession is to attract the attention of Krishna by chanting the Hare Krishna mantra and living a very simple life without following daily changes of fashion. In our Krishna consciousness movement, fashionable persons are taught to adopt one fashion, the dress of a Vaishnava with a shaved head and tilaka. They are taught to be always clean in mind, dress, and eating, in order to be fixed in Krishna Consciousness. What is the use of changing one's dress? Sometimes wearing long hair and a long beard and sometimes dressing otherwise. This is not good. One should not waste his time in such frivolous activities. One should always be fixed in Krishna Consciousness and take the cure of devotional sur- service with firm determination. Śrīla Prabhupāda ki jhai. So, in this class, mostly I like to uh, cover few important topics mainly like uh, what is actually the role of a woman and what is the role of different fashions in our society as well as what will be the uh, simple living what is simple living and what is complicated living so if one knows these things then we can easily uh, advance and going to what is a uh, role of a woman uh, with respect to this uh, shloka so here actually uh, there are two things first you have to understand the basic things first there are two things one is mind other thing is intelligence and uh, and there's also the third thing called the senses so the senses can come into the control of mind and when the mind is under the control of intelligence, then generally things go well, provided the intelligence is good or spiritual. So generally, a good intelligence will control the mind in a good way. And a good mind will give the guidance, control the senses in a good way. So the unnecessary uh, uh, pulling off of the mind will decrease. For example, when a, uh, when a person who has many senses, if one of the senses is pulled off by the sense objects, then mind also gets pulled off by the senses. And similarly, even intelligence gets pulled off by the mind. So now, in this context, the woman he is compared with intelligence, with many forms. Vishwaj says that, Generally, people who are absorbed in the material objects have many qualities of learning. Like for example, uh, say if a person is attracted in hearing, if his ears is one of the sense, and if a person is attracted to hearing, then what happens that he'll try to become uh, a vocalist, he'll try to become a singer, he'll try to uh, be a good communicator. So it means the quality of learning something is coming from the sense, a particular sense. So any living entity learns anything in his life only by senses. So especially uh, ears, ears are most important because that will help us in giving protection even when we are in the sleep. So he also says that what is the use of insubstantial karmas performed by a person who does not discern the good and bad tendencies of the intelligence? So it means, Vishal Thakur wanted to say that the karmas are actually insubstantial. Insubstantial means which are not substantial. Which also means that you can't rely on the karma. Because there are many people who are doing good karma but end up in bad results. And there are many people in Kali you see that they, they do many bad karma, but they end up in good results. So how this is happening? Because the karma is very complicated. Like for example, uh, if there is a person whose health is always getting affected, his health is always getting affected, it means that in one of the previous lives, he must have done some uh, problem to some people, especially in terms of health. Like, for example, if there is an Ayurvedic doctor who does not take care of the health of the patient, he is very commercialized way of approach, if that is his mission, then what happens? The health of the patient is compromised and it will also get damaged. So, in that case, the karma which he is going to get from that, he has to suffer in the next life. So, next life, even if this doctor will take birth in a rich family, even then, his health is always at stake. He always has some or the other issues of his health because the karma which he has done already in the past is affecting in the present. Srila Prabhupada also says that the karma which we are experiencing right now is not of this present life but of the previous life. Now when I say previous life, there are n number of previous lives. So why I'm saying all these things? Because when a condition when a soul gives up the body, then along with Atma. Three things will come along with the Atma, the soul that mind, intelligence, and false ego. So, among these three, intelligence is actually a guiding, a torch light, a torch bearer. So, that intelligence is actually compared in this world with woman. So, woman represents intelligence with many forms, absorbed in material objects, endowed with many qualities like learning. Like, say, for example, if you take an example of a woman woman actually uh, the intelligence of a woman is actually to attract the attraction to uh, to attract the attention of a man why because woman thinks that by attracting the attention of a man and because of which the man will actually enjoy her and because of man enjoying her the woman is getting enjoyed so because of that she thinks that she will be happy so this is the main uh, mission or this is the main criteria of she wearing small clothes, especially a woman generally uh, wants to uh, expose her body from the lower part of the body so that the man actually attracts, woman actually attracts the man for sexual enjoyment. So when, when this happens, even then the result the resultant factor is that uh, she gets frustrated. Because actually our constitutional position is to serve Krishna. So it means our mind, our intelligence, our false ego must be engaged in the service of Krishna. So that, so that what happens, a woman also will try to engage in the service of the Krishna. Say, for example, there are different degrees of uh, types of dresses, the different types of uh, uh, professions, the different types of activities, the different types of businesses, the different types of approaches of business. So all these actually reflects the misuse of the one's own intelligence. Because when a person wants to misuse the intelligence, Only then he'll try to think different way. Like for example, uh, I want to look in this way, I want to look in that way. That even if you go to a hair saloon shop, he'll put a photograph, he he has a big banner kind of a photograph where it shows the different kinds of haircuts. So why is he keeping that? Because even if I don't have desire to get my hair to to cut in that particular fashion, even then, by seeing that uh, image of the photo in that photograph, I want to do that. So these things are actually at the uh, are actually giving me 2 words sense gratification That too blindly. See, in the Veda it is said there are two ways: Nivritti marga and pravriti marga. You may say that pravriti marga is an enjoyment marga, the path of enjoyment. But that path of enjoyment has some rules and regulations so that rules and regulations are restrictions but in the material world there are no restrictions only if for example in India the Supreme Court has given a a rule or a relaxation that any woman or man if they are married and if the woman is not satisfied with the man and if the man approaches the wife to enjoy her Especially in terms of sex, if she wants to sex, do sex with her. Then, if if the wife, if the wife uh, keeps a complaint, files a complaint that the husband is wanted to uh, enjoy me without my permission, he has to get in behind the bars. So, what kind of rule is this? And another kind of rule is that a woman who is already married or a man who is already married he can have an illegal relationship with any man and woman in this world it is illegal, they have legalized this process before it was illegal, now it is legalized why it is happening like that? the reason behind this is that the that the judges of the supreme court also are of this category they also wanted to enjoy They are if they want to enjoy they need such an atmosphere so they have legalized the illegal activity so different kinds of fashions which we are seeing right now are actually the misuse of intelligence. So, some misuse of intelligence is using our intelligence for our own sense gratification. Then what is right utilization of our intelligence? So, Sri Prabhupada already says in the purport in Srimad Bhagavatam that the right use of intelligence is engaging one's own senses and intelligence and mind in the service of Krishna because generally uh, the Buddhist philosophy says that you have to stop this sense activity, you have to stop intelligence, you have to stop senses, you have to stop attraction so that is not practical in this material world especially in Kali so instead of wasting our time in stopping these things we have to replace the word stop with engage so engaging our senses are a higher Platform than stopping our senses, engaging our intelligence in the service of Krishna. He is a higher principle when compared to the stopping of the intelligence. So uh, it means that generally there are various courses in ISKCON where it is says LBG, Learning Bhagavad Gita. It's a short acronym for LBG, like Learning Bhagavad Gita, but actually. When a person is uh, fully focused on one's own learning, one's own beauty, and one's own grace. Learning, beauty, and grace. So these three things will actually deviate our intelligence to not to engage in the service of Krishna, but engage in the service of one's own senses, which is actually means the misutilization of our own intelligence. So if one is using intelligence, using one's own learning, using one's own beauty, using one's own grace in serving Krishna, then it is right proper use of utilization. Or else it is a vain. And it's also one should understand that there's a word in the shloka called Swarini. NANA RUPAT MANO BUDDI SWARAI neva. So, Swarini. Swarini means absorbed in the material pleasures. Just like I was telling, a woman who wants to attract the attention of a man is like a prostitute. Similarly, the intelligence whose, whose, who, the intelligence whose only purpose is to engage in the material pleasure, who wants to derive the material pleasure, then it is all the prostitute. So if once intelligence has become prostitute, then that prostitute can never be happy. A prostitute is always unhappy. She is always frustrated. She is always depressed. In want of, in pursuit of more want of happiness, she is actually putting more efforts, but the result is she is getting more frustrated. Similarly, though we are so much developed. Though we are so much developed in our material uh, advancement, still we are unhappy, still we are frustrated. For example, there are many celebrities who hang themselves. They have name, they have fame, they have strength, they have beauty, they have money, they have everything. Then why are they dying? Because they are frustrated. Then The reason behind the frustration is they are engaging their intelligence in a wrong way. But let us understand why a person is forced to engage one's intelligence in the wrong way that especially in the sense of because the mind is demanding the so why mind is demanding because in the bhagavad gita krishna says mind is actually one's own friend as well as enemy so if we make the mind our friend then mind also gets controlled under the intelligence but if the mind is not controlled then it will never listen to the intelligence. It will. The mind also demands the intelligence. I want ice cream right now. You, now that is the dead of the night. Twelve o'clock. Now what should I do? I need it. The mind says that. Mind directs it. Then intellect. Then mind says. I don't know what you are going to do to intelligence. It says to intelligence that I don't know what you are going to do. I need ice cream right now. Then intelligence is now putting his own intelligence to actually to bring the ice cream at the dead of the night. So it gives an idea to the mind. Why not blink it? Why not use Amazon? Why not use some other social platform online delivery? Then the mind becomes happy. So mind orders the senses to order. Then immediately that person will catch hold of a mobile, gets it to the Amazon, types the username, password, then he'll start ordering it. And when the order comes, the ice cream comes it the no senses will enjoy it. Tongue, the stomach, the body. Though who is who is uh, saying that? Mind is saying, now come on you eat, enjoy it. Then when the mind is enjoying then intelligence says, now next. Now I want to is something else and the demands of the mind was unlimitedly it has no end to it so the reason behind all this the senses the mind the intelligence the main cause is if the purification if the mind is impure it forces uh, if the senses are impure, it forces mind to become impure. If the mind is impure, it forces intelligence to become impure. If the intelligence is impure, it forces for ego to remain in the false ego. Because false ego is all, itself is impure state. And when the mind, senses, mind, intelligence, false ego are in the impure state, then definitely he will make a wrong choice every time. So when the choices are wrong, then the results are also wrong. Then habits are also wrong. Then at last character is also wrong. At the end of the day, one cannot be a gentle human being. He cannot be gentle. So, he has we become weak. A Weak people are generally cruel. Good people are generally not cruel. Because good people are strong. Even in the mode of goodness. Forget about mode of pure goodness. Even if you are in the mode of goodness, you are very strong, then you cannot be cruel. If you are not cruel, the relationship between the devotees or non-devotees, relationship relationship with animals, relationship with the plants, trees are good, the relationship is good, then he will become Sarva Priya, then when he is Sarva Priya, then Krishna also becomes Priya, if if Krishna is Priya to that devotee, then then, uh, devotee is also Priya to that Krishna, so this way what happens? When a person is pure in eating, sleeping, mating and defending then naturally the purification of that particular person increases, multifold. So the main cause of we being impure is being impure in eating, sleeping, mating and defending. So these four things when you do in a pure way then your thoughts are also pure. Then what actually happens, what actually happens uh, that when you do these things, why do we get pure thoughts? The reason behind it is, say for example, the same material energy becomes an illusory energy for a conditioned soul. Whereas the same material energy, which is also called as material nature, is acting as yoga maya energy which is which is going see there are two types of energies mahamaya and yogamaya so both are actually one energy from the perspective of krishna but from the perspective of the soul if if the soul is conditioned the same energy becomes mahamaya which is taking away when that when when that soul is under the control of mahamaya he goes away from the krishna he takes decisions away from krishna he thinks he will be happy going, by going away from krishna but the same soul, if he is liberated, then Yogamaya energy will act on it, will influence upon him. It means that the, uh, the liberated soul gets influenced by the Yogamaya energy. So when the Yogamaya energy is influencing that liberated soul, what actually happens is that now that Yogamaya energy will take uh, me near to Krishna and that liberated soul becomes happy going towards Krishna. You may see that there are many devotees who are doing services to Krishna from since many years but still they are unhappy, they are frustrated, they are are comparing, they are becoming good critic, their fault finding is increasing because there are more um, uh, contact with the devotees, they see only negative, the fault finding increases, all these things are happening because that particular devotee is not pure in eating, sleeping, mating and defending. So what is the result? The result of not being of not being pure in eating, sleeping, mating and defending is that you start misutilizing the intelligence. And the moment one starts misutilizing one's own intelligence, he will forget about satisfying Krishna, but he will start thinking how to satisfy one's own senses in in various ways. Like there are many fashions, even among the, uh, in the iskon temple with the devotees, there are various fashions especially like uh, the, the uh, when you say the thilak, there are different sampradayas uh, wear tilaka in different way though in the iskon they don't, they don't want to fall in a particular way because then there is no, not he is not he is not special so he wants to become special among the all the devotees so his tilaka will be very long or very short so that people will notice and will talk about it this is how the deviation goes so wearing the tilaka in a different way, and secondly, I'll give another example. Then wearing a shika. So shika uh, instead of the the back side of the uh, head, they'll put from the middle of the head, it is hanging, and there will be not at the end. So then it's a different look altogether. So I want to look in that way. I want to uh, I want to show myself in that way with that particular devotee. So the purpose is not satisfying Krishna. The purpose is me being center. Krishna is not at the center. And there are devotees uh, among the Prabhojes there where uh, much attractive bordered dhoti or colorful t-shirts. So that all the people's uh, attention will be uh, attracted and people will talk about that rather than they talk about Krishna's Nama Rupa Leela. So this is another kind of misutilization of one's intelligence. So he is using all his intelligence to attract the people towards oneself, not towards Guru and Gauranga or Krishna. So that is his And even among Matajis, what happens? That a particular Mataji will wear a particular kind of sari, which is very attractive. Like uh, some sarees have some mirror kind of things, some chamkila you call in Hindi. So that attracts other Matajis, then they will talk. Uh, where did you buy this, another Mataji will speak to this Mataji where did you buy this, which area, how to go, what is the transport and uh, how costly it is or how uh, less costly it is this is all happening during the Raghavadam class or Bhagavad Gita class so this is one's misutilization. and then on the classic example of misutilization of one's intelligence is tattoos so there are different devotees, senior devotees wearing a different kinds of tattoos but Srila Prabhupada uh, is saying it's not required. And uh, another example, there are some brahmacharis who wear very, uh, very big uh, Tulsi Kantimala. They're very big. So people see the Tulsi Māla than devotee. They don't see the Vaishnava qualities. They see the size of the Kanti Mala. They think the ordinary people think that the size of the kantimala Mala is actually reflecting the seniority of the devotee. If the kantimala Mala is big, the, the Tulasi beast in the Kanti Mala is bigger in size, then he must be the most senior devotee. Or if the tattoo size is big, then it means that he uh, is senior devotee. So this is all misconceptions. So one should be very careful. Even among the devotees when we practice something. That is the reason One, if a devotee is not under the control of one senior devotee, if he is not following the instructions of one senior devotee who is called as counsellor, I should be a counsellor of one counsellor. I should be able to confide my heart to that particular devotee. He should be advanced than me in consciousness and in learning and in Vaishnava etiquette even. So that when I confide my heart to that devotee, he does not, uh, uh, what you say, he doesn't uh, spread it all over the place, in the east corner, outside, so that it hampers it my ad- advancement in my Krishna consciousness. So now what actually the different kinds of fashions which we are seeing in this material world is actually misutilization of one's own intelligence. That's what I want to tell in this verse. And Vaishnava Prabhupada is saying, for Vaishnava there is only one fashion, shaved head. Tilaka as for the Acharyas and the shika, and simple Dodi Kurta or simple Sari which has not much attraction. So this is the only fashion which a devotee has to follow which is very much effective. Then if the devotee is simple then you will see what is Vaishnava quality is, how Vaishnava is speaking to another Vaishnava, how is he behaving, how is he sitting, how is he standing, how is he dealing the problem. So now, now, the other devotees are forced to think these things because now there's nothing much. There's nothing much hype of the dress or the fashions or the tattoos or the tilaka or any kind of uh, talk. These things are are not there in a the devotee. Then the devotees will actually focus on the devotional activities. Then when we, then we see how this devotee is actually serving Krishna. Then even I I want to serve Krishna. So such kind of uh, Atmosphere is prevailed when a Vaishnava is simple. As Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati, Thakur's uh, famous uh, quote, Saralatahi, he hi Vaishnavata. The simplicity is actually Vaishnavata. So, it's very much important criteria for a Vaishnava to understand that being simple not always externally but also internally is one of the criteria for advancement in Krishna consciousness. Say for example, if a devotee's mind is very complicated, a bhakta, a materialistic devotee, if his mind is very complicated, though he appears very simple, externally he is very complicated internally. So one should be simple not only in the externally but also internally. So only when a person or a devotee is simple internally only then Krishna's instructions from the Paramatma who is situated in one's own heart can be heard or be overheard it. That is the reason when we are complicated, we can't understand even from the physically present guru. Even if he says something, we deride his instruction. We can't even understand. Forget about observing it and contemplating and following it. We can't even understand. We are not even ready to listen. So most of the devotees don't want to go to their own spiritual master because they don't want to be corrected. There is one famous story that uh, there uh, is a sculpturist who is sculpturing the uh, a stone from which he wants to make a krishna krishna' is a deity out of it so one uh, an ordinary person came to him a layman came to him and was asking him that what actually you thought when you see a when you saw a stone before you carving it on then the, the sculptor said that i actually saw krishna in it How come it's possible because stone I can't see. No one can see Krishna in uncarved stone. Then how could you see it? Because he said the sculptor said the person who who wants to carve. His consciousness is so high. He said that see actually there is a Krishna deity in the stone. Uncarved stone. But if I remove the unnecessary stone, the remaining stone is Krishna. So, Similarly, if there is everyone is a Vaishnava. Only thing is that one has to cut the unnecessary part which is present in a Vaishnava, and that work is done by Guru. Say for example, a devotee is wearing a white dhoti, and unfortunately or accidentally sambar or chutney has fell over the dhoti. So there is a mark. So immediately he came to the house, he gave to the wife, She, she instead of brushing that area, she has put that Dothian Kurta in a washing machine. So after 30 minutes of the wash in the washing machine, the result is that the mark has gone down, but mark is still visible. But generally what happens in India, in India what happens, that the wife when she sees such a uh, dhoti, she first calls the husband, Why are you doing like this? Why are you, why didn't you take care of the dhoti? Then immediately she takes the dhoti, she soaks in the water and puts, up, puts some surf. And after 30 minutes, she takes off the dhoti from the bucket of water, which is filled with uh, soap or surf. Then she takes a brush and she goes on rubbing that particular area where the sambar or chutney has fell over the dhoti. Then she puts all his pressure, she puts all her effort on cleaning it. Then on top of it she will put that same dhoti in the washing machine. Then after 30 minutes of the wash there is no mark. There is no visibility, zero visibility. Why Why did it happen like that? Because she has put her effort by using a brush at that particular place where there is Sambar's mark on the doti. Similarly, if she is a blind, then she cannot do that. Right? Similarly, this mark of the sambar or chetni, whatever you say, which is called as anartha in our Sanskrit. Anartha means the artha which is not required. That's anything which is not required. Especially for the advancement of the bhakti. I may not see in my own self, but Guru can see that. he the instruction is like a brush. So, here, when I follow that instruction of Guru, then the anartha washes away. Because once on Guru is actually, uh, they know exactly where is the problem and what kind of service has to be given. But if he follows, if the disciple follows that particular kind of service, then definitely the anartha goes away. One, he has to follow the instruction with faith. Secondly, he should do it for the pleasure of Guru and Gauranga, then definitely that is possible. So so that is right utilization of one's own intelligence. So whether you are learning, whether whether you are learning from Shastra, whether you are learning from your uh, materialistic uh, subject books, the purpose is to satisfy the Guru. Generally it is said that there are some disciples who chant an extra round for the betterment of the Guru or for for dedicating that one mala to Guru. Why so? Because 16 rounds, 16 good rounds which is ordered by the Guru is you are doing it as an instruction for ourselves. But anything extra, more than 16 is actually you are doing it for Guru. So, uh, for that, also we need permission from the guru. It's not that I can start any number of rounds whenever I wanted. That is not the right way of approach. It's better to ask once on guru and confirm that I want to do like that. Should I do that? Then definitely guru will let us know whether we are in that position or not. So uh, here, so one should understand that whatever activity or karma i am doing is it is it actually helping us in advancing in krishna consciousness? is it detrimental to my krishna consciousness or is it actually advancement for my devotional service if one questions this every time before we start any thing that will actually advance us in krishna consciousness rather than we stuck. Wherever we are, so this is uh, it means that one should always place one's own intelligence in Krishna, in serving Krishna, in pleasing Krishna. Then that, that will make us not prostitute, that will make us woman who is under the control of husband. A woman should be under the control of husband, A husband should be under the control of guru, guru should be the under, under the control of Krishna, his own guru. Ultimately, under the control of Krishna. Sense objects must be under the control of sense. Sense must be under the control of mind. Mind should be under the control of intelligence. Intelligence must be under the control of Atma, soul. And this Atma should be under the control of Paramatma, who is Krishna. Again. So, these two things should go parallelly. Then, things will be soft. Thank you very much. You can ask me any questions if there are any. Hare
1: Krishna
0: Hare Krishna Mataji uh, I am sorry I am unable to hear you Mataji It is not audible
2: Hare Krishna, Prabhuji. Oh, Thank you so much for your Hare, part of
0: Hare the
1: Krishna.
2: Thank you, Prabhuji. Yeah. If anyone has any
0: question, please go ahead and
1: ask.
0: Uh, still, it's not uh, clearly audible. or else you can message also is it okay now your voice is
2: not clear ha, is now it, it is now better yeah my speakerphone is having some problem yes so Prabhuji, thank you so much for the wonderful class amazing uh, you know like the way you explain the whole class so Prabhuji, in the beginning of the class you were saying na ke, uh, the, uh, the government is making such rules like people are uh Even if they're married, not satisfied, you know, they can live in relationship and all that. Right? Okay. Yes, yes. So the thing is that uh, we have also to understand there are, uh, you know, like, uh, for example, just a reflection that, you know, in uh, USA to get divorce is very easy. Very easy process. But in India, say there's a husband, wife, and the wife has some, uh, you know, serious mental problems or... uh, She's, uh, you know, she could be like uh, taking her life or uh, life of children or something like that. And the husband is having very tough time with the wife. And she wants to put him in a place where, you know, somebody can take care. And at the same time, he has desire to, you know, continue life with a normal person. So the thing is that, uh, and the wife will not agree to give divorce, so the man is stuck with the wife. And even if husband and wife both want to give divorce to each other, the process in the court is so long that they can wait for years together so that could be very frustrating you know so I think yeah. when uh, like you were mentioning that maybe the uh, the court judge himself must be uh, you know a, uh, like a materialistic minded person but there are many many situations uh, Prabhuji, according to what I think uh, which could lead the court to go through this you know so see the court is hanging on with the case and not doing anything you know the the life of that couple is completely ruined, and uh, you know they are married, they have children, but there are some issues. They want to separate, and uh, even if willingly both want to separate, then the court takes such a long time. And uh, I know in one of the devotee family, there is a the devotee boy. Years he, he together, he is not able to take divorce, and he is young. Uh, you know, like I mean, for thirty-five, forty, but he is not able to get married because of that. So. Uh, you know what will he do well he's a devotee so he's engaging himself in other services you know cow services and all that but you know if it's a normal person you know he will probably find a girlfriend and start living with her or something like that so I just wanted to uh, mention this aspect also Uh, we have to look like the whole picture right
0: actually uh, actually, uh, what I understood from your uh, explanation that Government may not be fully uh, wrong. It could be right also in this case that uh, it it is uh, it is helping us to uh, a frustrating wife or a frustrating husband will get divorced early, or they can have a relationship with other men and women. Is to some part is correct. That is what your your reflection is. Am I right, Mataji?
2: Yeah, no, Prabhuji. I I don't see the thing uh, is I am not in favour of illicit relationship. I am not. I'm not in favor, I'm not in favor of live-in also. I'm not in favor of live-in, I'm not in favor of illicit because we follow Krishna consciousness, right? So how can I be in favor of this? Then it will be like duplicity. But what I'm saying is, the very fact that some rules are being followed, it is like, you know, where Mm -hmm. there is live-in relationship is happening and then there is, uh, you know, legalized uh, live-in relationship. Uh, The point is that in India, the divorce is so tough and a man, especially if he's young, he's stuck with the lady and suppose they don't have children and divorce is not happening, you know, and suppose he makes a friend, you know, in his office or college or wherever and he starts living with her, is it better to live a life which is, uh, you know, completely alone, suffocating, divorce, or to be with someone who you eventually want to marry or associate? even if you're not living, even if you're not having a live-in so, uh, so we have to understand the frustration of the situation Okay, you know? I got it Yeah, so, actually, yeah, and, yeah, 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 so that's what I wanted to say I mean there, there must be many aspects because everything is so uh, like in America doesn't take so much time to have divorce done which is also not good in a way because you know everybody will easily go for divorces like that quickly but uh, in yeah. India it is such a tough process that it's, you know the See the wife, You a uh, husband Get married to a wife and the wife is uh, initially not a devotee And uh, initially she's good, you know, honeymoon time, whatever they call, beginning beginning time mm-hmm. uh, She's okay, but then later on she starts uh, nagging him Why are you doing 16 rounds? Why do you want to, uh, uh, you know, go to the temple every Sunday? And all that stuff So, and then, you know, she's the one who's feeding the husband And she will be raising her children So it becomes very frustrating for the man And he thinks that, you know, going back to God, it is my goal and I'm stuck with her, who is just uh, not understanding uh, Shri Prabhupada's books and movement. So suppose he wants to divorce her, and then the divorce will not happen. So he's in a stuck-up situation, mm. even if he doesn't want to marry anyone else. So there are, uh, so I sometimes think that all these, and this we talk about devotees who have, who can, you know, uh, forbear all situations, and from even from, I, I feel even from a grasta, uh, like an unsatisfied grasta family, They can still go back to live in Brahmachari family because they are, you know, if there is a situation uh, If there are, um, because they are strong in their sadhana, you know, they have a control They are not weak because, you know, they have to depend on, uh, you know, addicted to sex life or anything like that They need a lady, you know, like that So, but I'm talking about the general material world, you know, why it is happening in courts and all is Because uh, I know so many friends of mine who are not able to take divorce for years together They just have to live with the wife and the wife... Uh, has some mental issues, you know, and all those things are there. So, when we have... Yeah,
0: yeah. there are some important points to understand in this life. Yes, yes. First thing is that, this is Dukkhali. Whether you are married, unmarried, bachelor, spinster. Spinster is generally unmarried woman. Okay. So, diversity or even separated. All have to the end result of everyone is dukkha and the cause of the dukkha is misutilization of one's own intelligence that is first one level of answer so second level of answer is even before getting married a boy and girl must be so clear a boy should tell to the girl that see i can do this 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 I want you to be this, 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 and in exchange of that I will do this, 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 not more, not less. If you are okay with this, then we will go ahead. If this kind of clarity is there, then there will be no divorce. There will be no frustration. So, but people are lying before getting married. And they are showing their original rupa or their original, uh, what you say, the original originality of their character after marriage. Or after few years of marriage. That is not so good. Say for example, I will tell you one thing. A boy and a girl are meeting. Common point, both need sex. Both are unable to control sex. One. And what boy needs? A boy needs from the girl that she, he wants, sex is already there, but he wants facilities like food, cooking, washing of clothes, taking care of the house. In exchange of that, boy is ready to give love, attention and care to the wife. And if he says, if beforehand if he says that I want this but I am not good at loving, I am not good at taking care of you then the girl has to decide whether to go ahead or not with the marriage. Hmm. So, prevention is better than cure. That is second level of
1: answer.
0: Third level of answer. Third level of answer is this, that, say for example, I cause a trouble, like, like I, maybe I am, a, I am a man in this life, maybe I am a woman in the previous life, I have tortured my husband so much and the same woman or the same man, or he may or he may not be the same but the, uh, that man has become a, my wife and I am the woman, I became a man now. Now my wife will torture me. Even if I divorce, If if my karma is very strong, divorce itself will not happen. One, two, even if I get divorced, uh, what I want, I want to enjoy. I am ordinary person. Then If I am ordinary person, I have to get married. Then again, the problem continues because the karma is not going by changing the person.
1: Right?
0: Suppose I am old, 50 years old. I go to America, I am saying 50 years old. I go to America, uh, Australia, I am saying 50 years old. I am in India, I am saying 50 years old. That cannot be changed. If the karma is fixed, I have to suffer. See, people will suffer by taking divorce. Some people will suffer by not taking the uh, divorce. The point is not about taking and not taking divorce. The point is taking the shelter of Krishna or not taking the shelter of Krishna. That is the root cause. An intelligent person will catch hold of the root cause of it. For example, if there is a rash, continuous rash on the skin, we generally apply cream on the skin. But Ayurveda says, that is Alupati. But Ayurveda says, the root cause of the skin rash is there is a problem with liver. So he gives medicine for liver, then skin rashes automatically vanishes. So this is third level of answer, that karma. That is one thing, that is third. So that is the karma. Fourth, fourth level of answer, relationship issues. If I am unable, if I have a relationship with issue with my own wife, with my own children, with the devotees whom I am going to center in the temple, then I am pretty sure that I will have a relationship issue with even Krishna. Even after going to Golodham, first In first place, I will not go to dham because of this issue. But I am telling an imaginary situation. Even if I go to dham I will have a relationship issue. So what should I do then? First I need to solve, resolve why this is happening, how to put my intelligence. If my karma is not good, but if Vaishnava's interference in anyone's life will change the karma.
1: Because
0: Vaishnava's mercy is so high that the Prabhupada has changed hippies into happiness Right. So when hippies can become happy by the mercy of Vaishnava and Krishna Prabhupada, why will I not become
1: happy?
0: You understand? So, so I have to put an effort to know what is the issue. So that will, if I, if I, if my wife is fighting with me daily, and if I get to know this is the cause, these are my mistakes, then if I am correcting it, don't you think the fights will decrease to some extent? And if I am trying. If not 100%, think I have done only 10% of the correction, not 90%. Still 90% I am doing mistakes. But God helps. Who helps themselves? If I am helping myself so much, then God will interfere and will give me intelligence. Then that way, my dependence on Lord. In that way, my dependence on Lord is actually increasing. So the, the whole point is that the, the, I am trying to resolve the problem. That is fourth level of answer and the last, and the highest level of answer, fifth level of answer is this. A devotee, even even if he is not a devotee, an intelligent person, like a CEO of a Google Sundar Pichai, he will think, what is the root cause of all this? Why am I facing this problem again and again? He will think, he will deliberate on this. Then he will make a list. Then he will think, with a neutral mind, that without attachment, neutral mind means that actually wife is the daughter of Krishna. Wife is, uh, husband is supposed to think like this. And wife is supposed to think, actually my husband is a son of Krishna. That is a consciousness one. At least an initiated devotee must process. Then if this consciousness is there, then still the problem is there. Then he will start deliberating actually this is mercy of the Lord for getting detached. Maybe I'm having some kind of attachment of material attachment. Maybe Krishna is so possessive, he wants me to put my attention towards Krishna more than on problems. Then definitely say if the wife is fighting with the husband and the very reason or the fight is Krishna consciousness, say, then he'll think if I'm doing Krishna consciousness is becoming troubled. Then maybe my my behavior towards my wife is somewhere I'm doing a mistake. And Krishna wants me to correct it because he wants me to set a good example in the society. Maybe I have to do some changes in this. And this is definitely mercy of Lord. So one who is thinking this is a mercy of the Lord genuinely, not virtually, genuinely, factually. Actually, if he thinks that this is the mercy of the Lord, then definitely he will not complain. He will not criticize he will not fight, definitely will not divorce. He will think that this is a service. This is what I could uh, understand, Mataji.
2: Yeah, thank you so much. Prabhuji, can you hear me? Yes, Mataji. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. So, thank you so much for this answer. And, uh, you know, I really like the point you said that the uh, and is there for everyone but just we have to make the best use uh, by staying in Krishna consciousness and uh, we are really fortunate to be here you know and uh, the situation of the material world is anyway like a dukhaleam you know and uh, that's <laughs> why it's so uh, like um, how what I'm um, kind of understanding from the verse you read is sorry go ahead Prabhuji yeah, I did not talk, yeah, please go ahead that it is important how Srila Prabhupada said that for the lady a husband is so important, you know. It's okay if he's devotee or non-devotee, because that protection is there. She's not independent, you know. And uh, and then if a lady is independent, kind of, uh, it, it, uh, it's like comparing her to a, like a prostitute, right? Who can do Correct. what she wants to do, and uh, so Correct. this is also one of the thing we get from this verse, right?
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes.
2: Yeah. And one more so, thing is that,
0: and, and one more thing, sorry to interrupt, uh, protection is a byproduct. But the main thing why a, hus- a wife should be under the control of husband is that Krishna wants it that way. Krishna becomes happy if a woman is under the control of husband, even if he is a drunkard, even if he is wrong. Why? Because by seeing because a woman, at the time of death, she can remember her husband if he is serving genuinely. At least in the next life, she will become he, That she will become a man in the next life. So that she can continue her Krishna conscious more efficiently, uninterruptedly. Yeah. yeah please go on.
2: Yes Prabhuji, but uh, I think Shira Prabhupada said that we have to only remember Krishna, right? Because if we remember our husband, then we'll have a male body. Then again, we have to start off. <laughs> yeah, see, uh, that that see, like who right? is uh, remembering Krishna?
0: They are Vaishnavas, and talking about women of material uh, world who who have no knowledge about Krishna consort at all. For them, this is a boon. You got it. Like for example. 10th class is yeah, highest yeah, just to 8th class, 8th class. But for for 8th class student to get into 10th class first he has to pass through the ninth class also, right? He has uh-huh. to transcend. Yeah. So, so uh, like for example, even if a devotee Mataji, if she is Vaishnavi, she is thinking she is Vaishnavi but she is not Vaishnavi, she does not have those qualities. Then if she is uh, fighting for independence and all that things, then again, hmm. uh, the same thing, the same problem. See, once Prabhupada was asked, why are you are more focused on vegetarian food? then Srila Prabhupada said it on face. I am not focused on vegetarian or, or being non-vegetarian. If Krishna comes to me and says, I have to eat non-veg, I am verily, verily ready to eat non-veg. Hmm. Even <laughs> elephant is vegetarian. Even monkey is vegetarian, what great is there if I become vegetarian? That is not, I have to become
2: krishnatarian. That's what the yeah. said. So so the yeah, so then the statement... Yeah, yeah. Please, please go on. No, no, go ahead Prabhuji. I'm just saying the statement yes. that you uh-huh. said, that uh, you know, mm-hmm. whether, I feel whether it's a uh, like a devotee or non-devotee wife, she should be dependent on the husband and, and uh, you know, uh, of course, in a devotee, the center is Krishna. But both of the, hmm. both both should be. You know, even if we see a, like a non devotee couple, and you know, you see a wife serving the husband, it feels so good. You know, wife is serving the husband nicely, even if they are like you know not Krishna conscious. So that's very important for the wife because, uh, like you said, Krishna will be happy. Yes. Right. Yeah. And
0: who had actually yeah, what saying something. Actually, actually what happens? All these things come only when I separate my family different from Krishna's family. The very start of my problem is that. So if I think my family members are actually Krishna's family members, I have to take care taking care of them is actually entrusted by Krishna to me. I'm a temporary owner, he is the original owner. If I think like that, then I I cannot misutilize my family members. Now the change will be internal, not external. Uh, I want to change everyone, but I don't want to change myself. This kind of attitude, like I'll give an example. A a situation where there is a tap, water is running continuously and there is a bucket exactly under the tap, but the bucket is not filling. What could be the reason? And there's nothing between the tap and the bucket. You understood the scenario, Mataji? If you have understood, there's no Mataji, nothing can in the. You uh, can you repeat yeah. one more time? Can you repeat one more time? Scenario. The scenario goes like this. There's a tap. Tap. You understand right? the bucket uh, the, from where the water comes. Tap. And there's a bucket exactly under the tap. And there's nothing obstructing. The flow of water from tap to the bucket. But the bucket is not getting water or it's not getting filled. What could be the reason?
2: Definitely there's a hole in the bucket.
0: No? Yeah, good. There's no hole.
2: I mean, you know, there is a pilferage. The water is going somewhere because the bucket is not sealed.
0: No. Anyone wants to try? Or do you want me to tell? Any tries? Okay. I will answer this. Actually, tap is in the right position. Bucket is in the right position. There is no obstruction. But, the bucket is placed in opposite way. Upside down. The Upside down of the bhakti is, is compared to the attitude of a devotee. Iskon is there, Bhagavad the Gita book is there, situations are quite favorable, but still I am not, I am following rules and regulations, still I am not able to get the ruchi in Krishna consciousness. I am not advancing because my attitude is not right. It is upside down. That is the answer. So what should be the attitude of it, Vaishnava? As Sanatana Goswami says, the ornament of a devotee is actually his own etiquette, Vaishnava etiquette or Vaishnava sadachar. If that is proper, everything will flow in a right way. You will understand that then your attitude becomes perfect. For example, if you are entering into the temple, you should always say, pa vaishnava That anyone can buy heart and say it. But what is the attitude, what is the consciousness behind this mantra should be that I am a Vaishnava or a Vaishnavi and remaining everyone are Vaishnavas and Vaishnavis. If this is the attitude, mercy flows. Not only flows, you will understand mercy. Not only you will understand, you will hold the mercy. Not only hold, you will apply mercy. Not only apply mercy, you will also get the
2: taste of Krishna consciousness. This is the answer, Master. Very nice Prabhuji, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, bucket other way around means we are not open. Uh, so, you know, everything will flow here close. and there. <laughs> closed, yeah, it is closed in a way. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much Prabhuji for the wonderful class and for the answers and um, yeah, my, uh, like, uh, because of, you know, like, uh, even when we are preaching to uh, people who are materialistic, so, a mindset becomes like, uh, you know, um, material a little bit so that's why my answers were you know my comments were such but you put me on the (laughs) track of krishna consciousness (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's one thank you actually
0: Uh the bhoga which we give is also material Uh krishna makes it we are everything there's no problem in that (laughs) yeah yeah. thank you so much
2: yeah Hare hare krishna
1: <laughs> so, are
0: there any questions?
1: <laughs> I don't yeah, yeah. Thank, you. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, if no one has any
0: questions then we can end the
2: call here. Thank you
0: so much Prabhuji. Hare Krishna. Thank you. Hare Krishna.